Good evening, Alpha Dads, and welcome to this episode of the Alpha Dad Hangout, where every Thursday at 7 p.m., exclusively live in the Alpha Dad Elite community, we get together and seek advice on some of the biggest challenges dads face with their fitness and health goals. I'm Marek, certified personal trainer and online coach. Thank you for joining us. So obviously, this is the number one group for on Facebook, uh, showing dads that there is indeed time to discover their prime. So drop a like, show your support down below. And as always, these hangouts are for you as well. So if you've got any com comments, any questions, just make yourself known and uh, let us know. Uh, I want to just start off with a big shout out to Brian, who has started the Alpha X program and really hit the ground running, to be honest. Uh, you know, get, becoming more mobile, improved eating habits, better sleep, you know, and all in the first couple of weeks. So awesome work, Brian. If you're watching, uh, we've only just begun. So that's awesome work. So yeah, stay tuned for this one uh, as we break through the fitness noise and shine a spotlight on two common diets. So you might have heard of these, they're better known under certain names like Atkins and Keto or any other kind of fad diets that you might have heard of in the past. So, you know, I'll tell you what, if, if you drop your preference, either carbs or proteins in the comments below, uh, you know, what do you enjoy the most? You know, what could you live, what could you not live without, you know, carbs or proteins if you had to pick one? Drop a comment down below and I'll be sending a special gift your way. Uh, and trust me, you don't want to miss that. It's a Alpha Dad exclusive. So proteins or carbs, let me know. Right then. So obviously you're here. You want to hear. You want to break through the noise. You want to discover the truth, which is better for you, low carb or high protein. And this has essentially been a battle for the ages, really. It's been going back and forth. So we're going to abolish it and we're going to get to the bottom of it right now. So. Guys generally approach me week after week with all sorts of fitness and health quandaries. You know, should I be taking this? Should I be taking that? Fat burners, green powders, protein powders, Herbalife, Huel, digestive enzymes. You know, I've only literally just heard of digestive enzymes myself this week. You know, there's it's literally so much out there. You know, guys wanting to know whether this stuff's going to help them lose weight or get them ripped. I spoke to a dad not too long ago, actually, on a call uh, earlier this week. And he was actually kind of wearing additional layers on the treadmill in the hope that burning additional sweat will help him lose weight a lot quicker. So I don't know whether you went the whole route with the bin liner, you know, as you see people doing, but yeah, you know, unfortunately that's one of the fads that you do see all the time that you just need to kind of, yeah, differentiate what is actually going to get you results and what isn't. So I've got actually one of those myself, a funny story. I think it was in my late twenties, obviously as most kids or most guys in their twenties have a love of Bruce Lee films. And I was watching Dragon, the Bruce Lee story. And there's this scene where he's got like a tens machine on his uh, abs, and it's just like you know, he's just, he's just lying there, all ripped. This uh, little tens machine giving electric currents into his abs, you know, just to kind of stimulate those muscles. And I was like, damn, you know, is it really that easy? So I actually kind of went down to Argos, got myself a tens machine, put it on my belly, and yeah, it worked. You can hear, you can hear, you can feel the uh, electrodes like kind of like pinging through the skin, but. You know, I think obviously I was kidding myself into falling that somehow the six pack abs was going to materialize through, uh, yeah, the, the role I had on my stomach that time. But luckily that was a short lived experience. Uh, but, you know, talking to some dads, you know, a lot of these fads, you know, they can go on for a while just uh, and the longer they go on, the more detrimental they can be. So if you kind of looked at, you know, a diet that you perhaps have tried for a while, maybe it has been Herbalife, maybe it has been low carb, high protein. Let me know down below, you know, how did you get on with it? Did you, did you, did you see results initially or did you, was it something that you weren't able to sustain? So welcome Danny. Good to see you. 
or not, as the case may be. Let me wave to these guys and let them know. Cool. So the battle for low carbon, high protein is one. At the very core is a hot debate, but it's also one of the easiest to manage. Do you know what I mean? You either kind of do one or the other, essentially. You know, it says it in the name. It's only like, yeah, two words, low carb or high protein. So if you're one of those, drop a comment down below and let me know as we get into it for the ultimate breakdown. So I remember when I was growing up and getting into weights, you know, protein was king. It's all you'd hear about. I remember when I was 15 going to the gym with three friends and obviously we all had no idea what we were doing, to be honest. You kind of go in there. It was one of these old school gyms where they actually kind of serve you a protein shake there. The, the massive meathead with all the muscles popping out of his uh, stringer vest, uh, like scooping it into the blender and dishing it up. And yeah, it was gorgeous back then. Obviously, all those artificial flavorings, it was great. But you just you just do it as a matter of course. You don't really take into account what is an actual protein and what are the sources you can get it from. So I was really unaware of how many grams of protein I should be having and how much I should be using. Uh, and it's not really my fault because at the time, you know, there's a lot of noise generally. Obviously, we have the internet here and that is either a blessing or a curse. Obviously, it's the fountain of knowledge. We can get a lot out of it. But at the same time, the, you know, as to go back to my analogy early in the week, it's like the Netflix menu. There's literally too much choice. If anything, you do want that kind of streamlined uh, just so it's easier, just so you're on a straight and narrow path. And also medical science changes every couple of years, every decade. There's a new way to lose belly fat. There's a new way to, you know, build muscle. Obviously, weren't, I didn't have the, weren't privileged the internet as a child. Uh, but even in my teens, as I was going through my 20s, I wasn't really knowing what, what I was doing. You know, I thought a, like a Bernard Matthews chicken breast was a decent source of protein. And I just like plowed through them thinking, yes, I'm getting my protein in. I'm going to the gym. And yeah, lo and behold, obviously not seeing results. So we're talking at that point almost 14 years on and off, working my way through the noise and getting nowhere. And, you know, if I just think back, you know, having spent all that time kind of going, making mistakes, not getting anywhere. And if I just kind of, you know, did the research or got into a situation where I knew what I was doing, you know, where would I be now if I adopted this lifestyle 14 years ago? You know, you, you kind of feel better in yourself. That has, you know, a positive impact on your family, on what you're doing in life, your work, you know, who knows, you know, generally speaking, we get hit these hurdles, don't we, in life where you kind of change your, per your mentality a little bit, you know, you kind of either grow up or important priorities uh, come into play. And yeah, you just change what you're doing. So, you know, if I eliminated all that noise 14 years ago, dug myself out of that little comfort zone I was in just thinking I knew it all and peeked my head out of the hole. You know, who knows what that would have looked like, you know, back then, as opposed to now, you know, time is escaping us all. So we need to kind of get this in check now more than ever. So, yeah, I did, you know, go for a low carb option phase as well in my early 30s. Again, you hear all the noise. Yes, you know, this, this is going to be it, really. This is what's going to shred this fat and get me ripped. Uh, and uh, it, to be honest, it was, again, another kind of failed experiment. It just wasn't too familiar with the nutritional knowledge. I thought sweet potatoes were low carb. I thought, you know, wraps, tortilla wraps were a healthier option. You know, so many things that I was just like, yeah, just completely oblivious to really in terms of where carb sources came from. And I trundled, and this was, you know, I trundled through this again. And, you know, this time for, you know, almost 20 years had passed. And still just kind of going through all this noise and trying to fight through it. It's crazy when you think back, you know, when you look back to how far you've come and possibly some of the mistakes you've made, you know, not just in fitness, but generally speaking, it's uh, yeah, and crazy to think back. 
so I'll tell you now, you know, the problem is this fitness noise. Uh, and the problem with it is that it just doesn't account to the individual. You know, we all have different lifestyles. We all have different habits. We all have different enjoyments in life. If you stick someone with a low carb diet and they like carbs, it's not any, it's something that they're not going to enjoy doing. Do you know what I mean? So in terms of what is going to generate the best result, there isn't a one size fits all approach for everyone. Uh, and that's where you really need to kind of get, you know, see what your preferences are, see what your lifestyle looks like and see which one is going to fit into place with you. So, you know, again, comment time, guys. Welcome, Simon. Good to have you. Uh, yeah, I tagged you because obviously you commented on the last one. So don't be shy. What do you guys have a preference? I know, you know, a lot of you think that high carbs, uh, sorry, high protein is the way forward. But is it that you, you know, you actually prefer uh, a more of a carby diet? You know, so which is your favorite? Less carbs or high proteins is what I meant to say. And if you live an active lifestyle, you need those carbs as well, because ultimately carbs convert to glucose and then that releases glycogen and that fuels whatever activity you're doing. So depending on the activity, that glycogen will either be utilized as energy or stored as fat. So I was going to slow down for that. I just kind of rushed through it a little bit. So with low carb, you know, you are missing out on fiber as well, uh, which is shown to kind of decrease the risk of cardiovascular disease, diabetes, bowel cancer. You know, I've said before, you know, how much fiber you should be eating on a daily basis. And if the main source of fiber is carbs, you know, do you really want to, you know, eliminate that from your diet completely if you don't have to? So after you've, if you've watched the videos, you should know how much fiber should you be eating a day? What is the recommended daily allowance? So without checking, drop a comment down below. Let's see who's been paying attention. And uh, also with carbs, ultimately people who eat carbs are looking for change uh, and eating carbs from the wrong sources. Uh, I'll give you an example. Again, clients, you know, come all the time. Yeah, how's your nutrition? Yeah, I eat relatively healthy. And then you look at what they're eating and it's just like, I hate to break it to you, but this isn't healthy. And the classic example, you know, I have to tell everyone is like a simple potato. So many people out there think, you know, a potato is the equivalent and same nutritional content as a handful of frozen chips. You know, oh, a carb's a carb. It's all the same. But unfortunately, it's not. It just doesn't work like that. So we're going to get onto proteins. But before we do that, whew, let's get a swig. So, yeah, any questions on carbs? Any questions on that? Like I say, just drop a comment in there and I'll get to it afterwards. But carbs are important. Yes, we know that. But guess what? Protein is just as important, if not more. Protein, yeah, I keep going banging on about it, keep banging on about strength work as well, but I can't stress it enough. If you want to power through your 30s, your 40s, your 50s, 60s, maybe your 70s, maybe your 80s if you're lucky, you need protein in your life. You know, protein and the amino acids uh, that it converts to are the building blocks for all your muscle growth. Richard Harley, just in time on the protein fix. You know all about that. Very good. Yes, a question. Simon Randall, how many meals a day should contain carbs? Hang around and let me get through this a couple more minutes and I'll get to that with you. Uh, so this along with uh, strength training, you know, high protein and strength training is what is going to keep you out of a nursing home, essentially. You know, you, uh, every 10 years after the age of 30, our muscle mass decreases three to eight uh, percent. And that means if you're hitting 40 now, you've potentially lost eight percent of your muscle mass. And this continues until you hit 60. And after that, guess what? It declines even more. So that, that muscle that you've got, you know, in your system is gradually going down. 
and having adequate sources of protein and in making yourself stronger through you know resistance training whenever you can do it basically let you know just trying to get it in when you can is super important uh even myself i try and track it quite methodically but even some days myself i find i am not eating enough protein so you know it's one of those things that you definitely need to keep a track on and uh yeah it just reminds me of a story of when i was a uh, not too long ago, I was cycling through a local park uh, just to go visit my kid. And I saw this guy and shit, he, he, he was old and frail and he was running. Bless him, he was running, but he, he looked like he was running on his last legs. He was hobbling along. He must have been about like 75, 80, proper string vest from probably a marathon he ran in the 1970s. Uh, really pasty, really frail, uh, but he was going for it, bless him. And I just thought, you know, he probably hit, obviously, he's a diehard runner, you know, running into his 70s. But, you know, where is your strength work? Because he looks so petite and so small. And, you know, I always say when you get older, you can't run away from a box falling on your head as you're putting it into the attic, which is essentially where you're going to need to get this strength from. So get your protein sources in, lads and dads. Right then. So where do we stand on the whole low-carb and high-protein battle? Well, you know, essentially, I'll tell you a big secret that isn't really that much of a secret. They're essentially the same. Do you know what I mean? They're pretty much the same. Because if you're going to eat low carb diet, then you are most likely going to eat more protein just by process of elimination. And as protein is the most satiating of the two, if you're going to eat high protein, you're most likely going to eat less carbs. So ultimately, they are the same thing, you know, that and that is essentially it, you know, and the thing is, that's, that is where you need to go in terms of, I'm just referring back to Simon's uh, question here, I'm going to kind of put it into place. You know, when you're looking at proteins, carbs and fats, it's all about the lifestyle that you're living that is going to be more, uh, that is going to be most effective. And if you're not sure, the best thing is just to keep it completely balanced. Do you know what I mean? Because unless you're an athlete or you're doing a lot of, uh, yeah, intense work on a daily basis a lot of workouts then you know just keeping it well balanced is more than optimum for you in terms of simon's question how many meals a day should contain carbs uh again depending on your goals uh carb obviously is the fuel source so for instance if you're having a day where you're going to be grafting i know simon's a builder so you like he's you know he's on his feet a lot of the time uh if he's going to do that and then potentially have a workout when he gets home or a run, you know, he wants to keep that carb source, you know, nice and frequent throughout the day. But if he's chilling out on a, on a weekend and he's not moving so much, then he can generally, you know, kind of reduce the amount of carbs because he's not going to be expending that much energy. So in terms of how many meals a day should contain carbs, if you're busy, you know, ideally throughout all, you know, all of them really throughout the whole day, there's nothing to worry about. You know, it's again, just looking at your goals. If you're looking at weight loss, if you're looking at putting on a bit of muscle, uh, you should really eat to the, what your, your activity levels on that day, if that makes sense. And just make sure they're clean carbs. You know, it's all about qu uh, qu uh, quantity, yeah, quality and quantity actually. You don't wanna be overeating too much and you wanna make sure they're good sources of carbs. So again, you know, a tuna mayo sandwich from, uh, you know, Tesco uh, in the meal deal, you know, wouldn't constitute good carbs just because it's pre-packaged uh it's got a lot of stuff in there just that helps it preserve a little bit better there isn't that much protein in there you're better off kind of making that yourself and just get a nice wholemeal bread 
that you know you kind of you know you know the ingredients that you're putting together. So I hope that answers your question, Simon. But if you want to delve a little bit deeper, uh, just let me know, and I can reach out and send you a message, and we can just talk about your finer details, you know, in terms of what you're looking to achieve. Uh, and there you have it. So any more questions from you, Alpha Dads? Uh, I've got four pork loins under the grill, so I think I've timed it about right. Uh, they're in the oven, so two for today uh, and two for tomorrow. And again, you know, just to give you an example of my, you know, dietary thing. So uh, what have I, yeah, I'm trying to think what I've eaten today, actually. I've eaten quite a few carbs today, so we're winding down towards the night. So I am probably going to just have the loin steak with a salad and reduce the carbs tonight because I've, you know, I've had my fill really through earlier in the day. And tomorrow morning, I've got, yeah, quite a busy day. I'm training a, a client in the park and he's, he wants to go to join the army. So I'm basically taking him on a one, almost an hour and a half uh, run with heels and mixed up with interval training. So I'm gonna need a bit of energy for that. And I will probably have tomorrow, you know, your usual oats to gear me up for that. And then, you know, carbs and proteins leading into that. And Friday night, obviously, might crack open the rum. You never know, but that is a story for another time. So let me know, guys, if you are high protein or a low carb, let me know in the comments, which is your favorite. I've got a special gift just for you. Uh, might as well tell you, it's a recipe pack. So if you want a recipe pack to make sure you're getting the adequate nutrients for yourself, let me know. So that's it, guys. Till next time, Alpha Dads, thank you for joining us. Thank you for watching. Welcome, James. Give him a wave. And there's only one thing left to say, and that's go Alpha. And go